It's 2018. Oh my gosh. It's really weird. This year (laughs) really flew by super fast and time is an illusion and it's just weird. (laughs) Yep. Time is an illusion. That's a, that's a good way to, to put that. Yeah. I, I guess I'm really tired. Um, yeah, you you got up and ran resolution run. How much was it? Uh, 5k? Yeah, 5K. That's a good way to start the year. Um, they did it two years ago. It was a four miler, and oh. then they, which is a weird distance for me. But uh, yeah, 5K didn't do too hot. I was, I was not feeling great, so I, I put on too much clothes because it was 19 degrees yeah. out, and the lo- like. I don't normally run in that cold. We're in Atlanta, Georgia. It's normally yeah. pretty warm, and so I put too much clothing on and was overheating. Uh, and I decided I wasn't going to push too hard because I have a lot more to get to later this week. Yes, so you do. I'd save some. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, and welcome to my studio. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's lovely. I it's love great. your Nightmare Before Christmas tree. It's pretty great. Yes. There's really cute. Just recording at the dining room table, yes. uh, in my apartment covered in books and stuff. Uh, high quality recording setup. Of course. Um, I guess we can start the show. Yeah, let's do it. It is January 1st, New Year's Day 2018. I'm Michael Gabriel, and you are listening to Run the Small World, a new show in which I talk to friends and share my loves for Disney, running, Disney running, and whatever else comes up. So uh, let's start. Who are you, and how do I know you? So my name is Nicole, Nicole Powell. Um, I work with, in the same company with Michael, and when we realized how much we both love Disney, we were like, we're best friends yeah. now. So that's was, how we know each other. Yeah, it was really funny. There was one day where I got uh, an instant message from somebody who was like, hey, do you know Nicole Powell? And I was like, no, no, I don't. Like, oh, well, you two both love Disney. You should talk to her. And I was in Disney World at the time. Yes. Uh, and then, like, you IM'd me because yeah. they had said the same thing to you. And I was like, well, I'm actually about to drive back up. But, uh, yes, let's talk. And we have been friends since. Yeah. So It's been amazing. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's nice to meet somebody who has an appreciation for Disney. Because I feel yes. like... I meet a lot of people that like it, but not to like the extent that I love it. Right. So yeah. it's refreshing to meet someone that is on the same level as appreciation. Exactly. And I find that the more I get excited about it, the more some of my friends start to get excited about it. So it's a, it's a nice little side effect thing. Yeah. So I guess this is my first episode. And so the basic idea for the show, I know I had talked to you about it and a few other people about it, but I really love running. I really love Disney stuff. Run Disney is a thing, which we will talk about plenty, Uh, and I figured talking about that but not leaving it just about Run Disney so um, would be great, and I just want to have different friends on so uh, to talk about anything connected to either of these things, and uh, and just, yeah, I love talking, so (laughs) I love having people who like to talk with me (laughs) around. Um, I guess let's start off because we're going to... We're much more connected on the Disney side, but we'll talk about running. What is your running background, if any? Um, I have very little running background. I actually sort of started running um, kind of because I was like, hmm, maybe I could do a marathon. And um, (laughs) I decided that I wanted to do a marathon. But the first time I did it, I did very little training. I was good at first, but then life happens. And I was like, well, I'm still signed up for this marathon, so I'm just going to do it anyways. And it was like the most pain I've ever been in my life, not being trained for the marathon and still running it. Um, so that was hard. But I've done the Peachy Road Race last three years, which is the world's largest 10K in Atlanta, yeah. Georgia. And um, I've been training for the Goofy, which is coming up next week. And so we I've, will definitely talk about that a bunch yeah. in a minute. So that's kind of my entire running background, just 
poorly trained for one marathon and hopefully more trained for this one. <laughs> and that first marathon, coincidentally, both of us were at. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know each other at the time. That was my second marathon, uh, and it was only two, it was less than two months after my first, uh, and it was really just... I had gotten so into things when training for my first one that I decided I was going to sign up for the Walt Disney World Marathon, and we both happened to have done the same one. Yeah, so it's so funny. It's pretty funny. That was my first uh, run Disney race. So yeah, same here. Okay, so next Disney background. Yes. Where did your love of Disney come from? Um, I think actually it has really grown from nostalgia. I remember going to the parks uh, growing up, maybe like one or few times um, with my parents. But not like to the extent where we were going every year. It was just like every once in a while it'd be like a special treat. Um, but then when I uh, graduated college and learned that I could afford going to Disney just by myself or with my sister, I was like, oh my God, I can go back to Disney. And once I kind of like delved into that round, uh, realm, I was like, I'm going to go to Disney whenever I want all the time. So kind of just like nostalgic like it just makes me every time I walk into the Magic Kingdom I'm just like instantly happy so it's just like the feeling that you get when you're like when you love something so much and just being able to afford to go back has been really cool yeah so. having adult money is nice yeah adult money <laughs> is nice yeah and not having kids to take care of with it is true is especially nice um yeah I think the first time so that that marathon weekend was my first time back to Disney World in like 14 or 15 years, maybe oh, wow. longer. Um, I guess the last time I had been, I was 12 and I was 29 or 30. I was 29 at that point when mm -hmm. I did it. And so, yeah, it was more than half my life uh, previous. And I legit, like I cried that first night. Uh, they were doing Wishes was the show that they did in Magic Kingdom at the time. And I actually like just found myself crying because I felt like a little kid again in all the like the best ways. And I'm a super emotional person who cries at the drop of a hat. So it's fine. Yeah. But uh, uh, I wasn't surprised that I was crying, but I was and it was great. I want to do a couple of segments and we're going to see how this works and I'm sure the show will change over time. So I tried to pull at least one news item related to running just as a general topic, and I found a local interest article from San Diego that just, it was like two days ago, it was published, and it was about a woman, a local woman to them, who just finished a marathon Grand Slam, which I didn't actually know was a thing, is a seven continents, a marathon on all seven continents, which I already knew about, plus the North Pole. <laughs> and I didn't know that that was a thing, and now I have another goal to put on my list. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> because the North Pole. <laughs> uh, and so apparently that group, the people who have done all seven continents plus the North Pole, if I was reading this article correctly, and they put the information in there correctly, there's only 104 people have done it from 30 countries. So. Uh, that's the kind of stuff I like to do. I like to stand out. I like attention. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do that, but but oh, yes, I mean, <laughs> I hope to do all the other ones. So why not add North Pole to yeah, it? Yeah, why not? Run with Santa. Yeah, if exactly. It works out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just running along, and the reindeer come reindeer, alongside. Yeah, you know, games to play. You so. have to dodge elves because they get a, li a little mischievous. You know. True. True. Um, so, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get back and I'll have another segment later that'll be Disney news items. But before that, uh, you have a topic, a guest topic. So what do you want to chat about? Yeah. So, um, probably going back to why I'm so obsessed with Disney is, um, I watch a lot of people on YouTube go to Disney a lot. And so that's kind of like how I keep up with like the Disney parks news and changes. And so I'm really obsessed with how the parks are evolving and like 
what's going on at the parks because it's just seems like it's different every time you go so Mm -hmm. what i would like to talk about is the changes that are coming to walt disney world and disneyland within the next like year to five years so Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of changes coming. Cool. So I know you're one of a couple of friends of mine um, who know more about the parks and that kind of stuff, who are more in tune on that stuff than I am. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess, uh, what are the first major ones? What what do you think is coming soonest? Um, Probably the soonest is Toy Story Land is opening up next summer 2018 yeah. maybe this summer yeah 2000 now yeah 2000 oh, yeah this year yeah, this Whoa. year which is weird <laughs> to say um toy story land in hollywood studios at walt disney world will be opening up and i'm pretty excited they've been yeah. showing a lot of aerial shots that track for the slinky dog roller coaster is really coming along yeah so i'm really pumped about that pretty yeah. excited star wars is obviously on everyone's mind about the changes to the parks i'm more concerned about star wars land being at Disneyland. Yeah. Because that's going to make that park so much more crowded and it's super small. And Disneyland is already just packed so packed. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly, I think Star Wars Land is out of place at Disneyland. I think it should just be its own park, really, or even at DCA, Disney California Adventure. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, I feel like you're right. Just making a separate park would make so much sense. You could totally run an entire park on just Star Wars and nothing Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, That's why I'm so relieved that it's at Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World. Um, but I was really nervous that they were going to take away my Muppets 3D ver- uh, 3D <laughs> vision. But it seems like they're not. So for now, for now, right. eventually everything is going to go away. Like I, I was telling a friend of mine, I was in Disney World in December with my good friend uh, Elizabeth, who hopefully will be on the show soon. Uh, and we, I was just talking about what would it be like to see Disney World in 100 years if it still exists and what few things are going to be left? I know. You know, even if it's just heavily modified versions of the same thing, you know, are are they still going to have the, you know, uh, Donald's uh, Philharmonic? uh, Oh, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Philharmonic? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's it's Philharmonic. And that's a wonderful show. I love that. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. But yeah, Uh, the Tron roller coaster is coming. Yeah. um, Right next to Space Mountain, which I thought they were going to take away the Speedway. Which, honestly, I wouldn't be that sad about. But a lot of people really love that. Oh, I don't yeah. care about it. But... I don't care for it either. It just smells like gasoline and you yeah. just kind of it's bump the... into people. I guess it's kind of interesting when you're... Yeah, well, when you're a kid, it's yeah. pretty awesome because you're like, I'm driving a car, but on a track, so I don't know. Right. But uh, that's going to be like a game changer for Walt Disney World. And then trying to think, Epcot's going to have a huge overhaul. It's going to be more like Pixar-y. We're getting Marvel... That's replacing Ellen's Energy Universe, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, I believe. Yeah. Um, that's going to be really cool. And then we're getting a Remy ride in mm. Paris. So that's, that's exciting. Yeah, and they're expanding that pavilion a little bit. I think they're also adding a pavilion. It's like it's escaping me which which one it's going to be, but Pixar is like expanding into the parks. I don't know how I feel about that. Being I feel in the like World it was Showcase, inevitable, right? Being in the World Showcase, it seems weird, like, when they put the Anna and Elsa ride in yeah, to you're replace right. Maelstrom, I was just like... It sort of feels like characters don't belong in that area, aside from, you know, Mary Poppins or something. Yeah, you know. and, like, that's that stuff seems fine, but to devote an entire ride to it seems weird. Like, yeah. They're used, like, I thought Maelstrom was, like, super fun and weird. It was basically the same ride. It's the same ride. It's just 
different decor and yeah. you know and it uh, was scarier probably yeah. not a lot of people wanted to go on it but i thought it was i always just, liked it yeah. well i mean i remember going as a kid and yeah. i always liked it but uh but yeah, I mean, it is, and especially now, you could just can never get into it because yeah. it's just so busy all the time. Crazy. So I just, ne- which I mean, probably makes them some money over there on kids, you know, True. buying food and snacks and stuff. Yeah, while uh, people s- wait in line. I can see them wanting to uh, appeal to more kids in the Epcot um, World Showcase because I just feel like kids are. I know when I was growing up, I was like, oh, we're going to Epcot. Oh, I hate, I like hated going to Epcot. It's Epcot like, is oh. the adult park. Yeah, right? it is totally the best park as an adult I feel oh, like yeah. just the most fun um, people can love other parks and stuff but just I don't know you can drink around the world eat yep. all that it's, it's it's just so enjoyable like I don't mind just walking around Epcot totally um, if I lived down there I would probably do that all the time same here same same thing actually this year I completed the drinking around the world which <laughs> I is saw that <laughs> a lot harder than you think it's a lot harder than you that's not a thing I want to get myself into I'm a person of many goals that is not one of my goals it wasn't even like the alcohol consumption it was just the sugar consumption oh like, yeah all, like because i would like oh i want the nice like fun drink but then after like eight fun drinks i wanted to die yeah so. like jittery right? yeah and i was just like my stomach yeah, you want to get the special drinks you yeah. don't want to get a drink you can get anywhere else yeah right? exactly and yeah. they're mostly filled with sugar so yeah. it was the sugar that took me down um what other so i still wish that uh Disney had known they were going to end up buying Star Wars somehow, like Crystal Ball, because I, as much as I love Pandora over there in Animal Kingdom, I still feel like Endor would have been a super cool addition yeah, instead. But, I think so, too. Can we talk about Pandora for a second? Sure. Because I have some feelings about Pandora. Yeah, tell me about Pandora. So we went there recently um, over September, and we got up at the crack of dawn, rope drop, got into Pandora, got onto Flight of Passage, and it's... Everything is incredible, but I kind of agree with the opinion that it's just too small. And I don't know if it's something that I would ever really, like, try to go back to. But also, I'm just, like, not a big Avatar fan. Yeah, I don't know that there are that many really right. big Avatar fans, but... Uh, they they should be People really movies. love yeah. Flight of Passage. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I got to go on it recently... Yeah. Luckily, because I went and there were magic hours, so I got to go mm-hmm. in first thing in the park. And I had to wait in line for an hour and something, not maybe. Bad. It was fine. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a good ride, but not that much better than a lot of other rides to me. Everybody else seems to love it. Like, I, people, a friend of mine was like, really? You know, normally are, like, really excited about things. I was like, it was fine. I would definitely not. I cannot believe some people actually stay in line for three and a half hours mm-hmm. That's a huge chunk of your entire park day that you're just throwing <laughs> away know? on one ride. I mean, it's a pretty line to stand in. Yeah, it's, it is pretty. Mm. Yeah, I the ride was really cool. Like, I thought the the whole like idea of it was really awesome. But I would never. Yeah. I would I would walk onto it again, but I wouldn't yeah. wake up. I, I would really like that. I would make it a point to do the ride every visit if it was you know a thirty minute wait. Yep. Totally. For sure, but Absolutely. it's not, so I no. won't. And it won't be for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, my best bet will be if I can manage very first morning that fast passes are available because those tickets go right away for that ride. So if you can get it in the first five minutes, you're in, and otherwise you're not. So yeah. um, and you have to be ready just the first day. You can't. 
I don't know. I guess we can move on to next topic. Yeah. Uh, so I want to do a brief uh, Disney news segment. I picked two really short Disney news items that I thought were neat. Um, yesterday was New Year's Eve, and this happens every once in a while, but not super often. You may have seen this. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom stopped stopped accepting guests partway through the day because it just got super crowded, mm-hmm. um, which I've thankfully never been to the park when something like that happens. Also, though, if I were going for New Year's Eve, I would totally be there the whole day. So I'm sure it was a bunch of locals who are swamping the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that would suck to be down there on vacation and not be able to get in. Totally. Like, but it's the Magic Kingdom and it's New Year's and you know they're going to, like, sure. bring out the fireworks like crazy. But I can't imagine that their fireworks on New Year's Eve are, like, that much more special than, you like, the parties. That, but the, like, it, well, so, but the Christmas party fireworks... Were so much. I love the regular nightly fireworks yes. and the Christmas party ones. Where it was just such a different experience. Mm-hmm. Better. I mean, just so much better. And I didn't realize that fireworks could be that much better. Oh, yeah. So I totally believe the New Year's Eve one could be insane. Yeah, I, I believe that. But I've, I guess I'm like I spoil myself because <laughs> uh, I go to the Halloween party and they also do like the aerial fireworks where it's like like 180 around you. Right. Which those are crazy. The first time I saw those, I was just like. What is happening? <laughs> I guess Disney World's exploding right now. But no, it's just like when you first see those like fireworks that surround you, you're like, oh my god, Man. this is intense. Um, but I guess I've seen that show three times, and I know they kind of do the aerial ones for um, the for Christmas Mi- party. Yeah, what, what's the name of the Christmas party? Mickey's very Mickey's Merry. very merry Christmas party. Um, I unfortunately had to miss the Halloween party. It would have been my first this year. <sighs> Because it was around the time that the uh, hurricane happened. Oh, yeah. And you went the weekend, like the same weekend that I was going to go, yes. but the end of the weekend instead yes. of I was going to go that Friday. Uh, and I had some other stuff going on, so hopefully this year I'll finally get to go to you it. Gotta go. It's the best party, in my opinion. Although the Christmas party does look really, really fun. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, again, this was this recent trip with my friend Elizabeth, and we were there, and we overstuffed ourselves on cookies because the, the yeah. parties are expensive. Yeah. It was like $80 for a ticket to the party. Mm-hmm. And the park closes early, and then the rest of the day, it's only for the people who are in the in the party. But in various places in the park, you had just special treats per place, and the prices of those are included in your park ticket. So we were just constantly eating cookies, and more cookies, and more cookies after that, and then some apple cider, and then some more cookies. And I don't know. Uh, at some point, Elizabeth said she was cookied out, and I just... And I looked at her and was like, I think, I'm not sure that's a thing, but this is probably about as close as I've ever been. So, oh my gosh. yeah, I was, it was so much sugar and it was yes. so great on cookies, but yes. uh, it was a blast. Uh, I do the same thing with the Halloween party. They have trick or treat spots all over. Oh, so that makes sense. Like you, you're paying the extra money to get into the park, but not only do you get like the experiences, but you get the candy, kind of the same thing with cookies. So I'm always like, give me all the candy. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You take some with you, right? Yeah, totally. Um, cool. So other news item I had was, uh, I only learned this you know, a couple hours ago, but apparently when you know, we know that Disney is buying Fox or they're yeah. still going through that, apparently Comcast made a bigger offer. No way. Yeah. But, Dis- but it didn't go through the Murdoch family. Uh, they accepted Disney's offer probably because various people who own those sections of Fox are going to get Disney shares in response. And they figure that Disney will increase the price of the shares more than Comcast will. But, but I just thought that was really neat. It's like, uh, if I want those places to those properties to go under one of them, I mean, it, they could have got been alongside the universal stuff and that could have been interesting, but I would much rather they go under Disney. Oh um, yeah. So 
It seems like Disney is just like a powerhouse. Like they're. I'm a little worried. I I really love Disney, but I'm a little worried that's just too much. Too much. Like I have major issues with copyright law, and that's Disney's fault. And so, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I'm I'm of two minds because I really like all the stuff they do. But they're also this big corporation who has particular interests that are not necessarily our interests. True. <laughs> Best interests, so. I also think it's interesting, like, the properties. So at in Orlando, they have Universal Studios and then Disney World. And then the same deal in California where they have Disneyland and then also a Universal Hollywood uh, park. And what's so interesting is at Disneyland, you can meet Spider-Man and Thor but at Disney World, you can't meet those characters because they have it at Universal. So you can meet Spider-Man and Thor at Universal, but that was always... Yeah. Like, the coast thing always confused me. Like, why can't Disney just have Spider-Man and Thor? I know, like... Contracts are weird. Is contracts kinda... are super weird. I don't know. That's just always like, huh. So I guess it's my turn to bring my topic because yes. I had you bring a topic. Uh, mine is you and I are going to be doing Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend yes. this coming weekend. I'm so excited. Uh, and so we'll talk really briefly about that. Um, there are the marathon happens every uh, first Sunday of the new year. Uh, and it is the only full marathon that Run Disney does. And that weekend, they have four races. They have a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. Uh, So you can do any of those races you want to do. I mean, you have to pay a lot of money for any Run Disney races. They are very expensive races. You get some fantastic bling and some fantastic shirts, but you also don't get admission to the parks because, of course, Disney's not going to give you things for free. Mm -hmm. So uh, when they can just charge you for the whole day anyways. You also have to get up super early for these races because they want to have the parks to as close as the entire normal park day as they can. So for the full marathon, they still you know take it a little bit because that race starts at like 5 a.m. And so some people aren't done for hours into a park would have been open. But uh, but for the half marathons and and shorter, those races are done well before the parks would normally open. So they don't. It doesn't cost Disney anything other than the price of putting the race up. Um, so they're a lot of fun. I've done a bunch of these races so far, but specifically this year, um, you are going to be doing what they call the Goofy Challenge, which is the half marathon and the full marathon back to back Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and this is a big deal for you because it's yeah. only your second marathon. It's only my second marathon. Uh, my first half marathon, I guess technically race. Oh really? Yeah, yeah first half marathon race. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I decided to do the Goofy because I just ran the marathon last year. And I'm like, why not just up the ante and do the Goofy? You know, that was two years ago now. Yeah, that's I know. Now it's, <laughs> now it's technically two years ago. It was like weird saying it like in December, like, oh, yeah, that was technically last year, which is... Right. Yeah, time. And uh, But Goofy is my favorite character of the Fab Five. So uh, I'm like, there you go. that's an also an extra little like sentimental thing. So I'm really excited. But I'm also pretty nervous. (laughs) Yeah, I am. So this is my second year doing the one challenge that's larger than that, which is called the Dopey Challenge, because you have to be dopey to do it. So, of course, Dopey the Dwarf from uh, Snow White is is the mascot for it. And that's the 5K, 10K, half marathon and full marathon four days in a row. Um, Last year was my first attempt at it. And I was doing fine, but there were thunderstorms. So they canceled the Saturday morning half marathon. Uh, I ended up running with friends in the parks Monday yes. <laughs> to make to at least be like, you know what, I'm going to do that 13.1 miles anyways. Yes. Um, but I wasn't feeling great 
Friday night anyway, so I slept in Saturday morning and just used the thunderstorm as cover for that. Um, I probably could have gotten up and done things at my normal time, and I would have finished well before the thunderstorm really hit, but they were right to cancel it. it things got pretty bad at times when some people would have still been out on the course. So um, it was a real bummer. I kind of cried a little bit about it. But then later in the year, I decided, you know what? I can do Dopey next year. And it's a good thing, too, because this is the 25th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Marathon. Yeah, that's so So, cool. And the the Dopey medal is so cool this year. He's just got, like, diamonds in his eyes. Yeah, I'm so jealous. It's so great. Makes me wish I had signed up for the Dopey, but... Maybe we'll maybe see next. how much you're hurting <laughs> yeah. right after the the full marathon uh, yeah. <laughs> this Sunday. So, um, so one quick thing I wanted to talk about was kind of a quick tip for people who have never done multiple races in one weekend, which is packing for races. Um, normally, if you you know travel for a race, it's just not that complicated. You throw all the stuff you need for a race into a bag and you're done. But when you do multiple races, things get a little bit complicated. And I'm a big believer that people should have a separate distinct bag for every single race they're running instead of throwing their stuff together. So don't throw your running shorts in one bag and your shirts in another and so on. Like decide in advance what each outfit is going to be and do head to toe, like put each outfit completely on from if you're going to wear a hat all the way down to your shoes, uh, your socks and shoes, as if you were going to walk out the door and do a race right then. And then take it all off and put it in a bag, except for the stuff that you can't put in, like the shoes, because you're going to use it for all of them. And ideally, even then, if you have something that's going to be used in multiple races, like if you use the same armband for every race or or something like that, put it in the bag of the first race. Mm -hmm. And that way you just carry it over each day. Um, I have forgotten things a couple of times, small things that thankfully I had brought other spares of, but this has been the way to avoid that problem. And I just... It helps a lot, and I really want other people to do it. I've, I'm going. I'm doing every single run Disney race this year. Um, unfortunately, they canceled Disneyland's races, mm-hmm. so it's only five race weekends, uh, including Paris, which will be fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'll be. I'm trying to encourage any friends who do these races with me to just, if you're going to do multiple races, pack each race separately. And I'm, I'm talking like, put the underwear on that you're going to wear. If you don't have shorts that have lining for them, like everything if you put your gels in like if you have gels that you eat or any kind of other fueling put them in whatever running belt or whatever you're going to use as if you're ready to run so that you have those packed away and then throw spares into a bag um as well so and that's a great tip because the walt disney or really any run disney race is kind of like your time to show what you're into like yeah the what you wear to the race is pretty important like I've even seen a guy wear a full suit doing a half marathon because he wanted to dress up as Walt Disney. I plan to do that later this year <laughs> for one of my races. I plan to do that as Walt Disney, and I will have a Mickey attached to me so I can hold his hand at Oh, my God, times. of so, course. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for those listening, I do costumes for every Disney race. Um, they have gotten more and more elaborate, and every time I tell myself I'm going to do something that's less elaborate, I end up not doing that and make it more elaborate. So, um, yeah. So this year, I figure I'll talk next week about what costumes I actually did because it'll be in the past, and I can put up pictures and stuff about it. Uh, and yes. depending on how whether you're free or not, maybe I can have you on next week to debrief too. Yeah, so we'll see. Totally. I'm actually this is my first time attempting a costume, so I'm hoping it comes together. Still waiting on that shirt. Ugh. <laughs> Christmas shipping. (laughs) (laughs) Last thing before we sort of end the show is uh, what are you looking forward to? What's coming up other than this weekend? What, what do you have ahead? Well, you know what? 
let's plan. Will you be a, f- a free next week? Yeah. All right. Well, you'll be on next week, and because this week everybody knows we're looking forward to Dopey. Oh, so yeah. next week we'll talk about what we're looking forward to after that, regard whether it's Disney running or anything like that. So uh, that's the show. Awesome. Um, we did it. Yes, we did it. Uh, we can keep chatting a little bit and have <laughs> random other things afterwards. Uh, this is exciting. I'm yeah. excited for, for your Run Disney podcast show. Yeah. I'm excited. So I've, I've been thinking about this for a while, right? It's been yeah. months. Oh, it's that been, I've been like more than half a year, a year, I feel like. I feel like over, over a year. I feel like you told me this like when we were first talking in right. Mario's house. You're like, I want to do a podcast. And you told me the name of it, the uh, Running a Small World. Yeah. I shortened it from Running to Run. I figured Run a Small World. Yeah. yeah. Run the Small World. Yeah. Uh, because huh, it's a small world. I actually travel for races. And, yeah. Uh, and it's Disney, the small world. It's, I mean, this is very obvious. Everybody yeah. already understood that. But <laughs> um, yeah. So it's been planning for a long time. And I just, I was overwhelmed with other things. And I finally found myself with time to prepare things. So yeah. I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous about some of the costumes that I put together for this, but Why? I don't know. We'll see. There are, some of them are see? pretty elaborate. Do I get a little preview? I, I'll show you some, some previews after this. Okay, great. Uh, cool. I would love that. All right. Well, sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs>